Prologue God's chosen people had been in captivity in Babylon for seventy years as a punishment for sin. They had learned their lesson. It was time to return to Israel. Any of God's people living in Babylon were free to go back to Judah if they wanted to help rebuild the temple. The temple in Jerusalem had been torn down by the Babylonians. Many returned with Ezra to reclaim their homeland. The Jews who went home knew God wanted to be worshipped in Jerusalem. If they would repair the broken-down temple, God would meet with them there. The book of Ezra in the Old Testament contains some remarkable information about the Jews who returned to their land after captivity. The story shows the early days of the Israelis living in Jerusalem, 500 years before Christ. The survivors of the land were to provide them with silver and gold, with goods and livestock, and with free-will offerings to finance the rebuilding of the temple of God in Jerusalem. Now the Jews are returning to their homeland once again in the 21st century. They became a nation in 1948. Since then, only a few Israelis have developed a relationship with their Maker. As a nation, they once again have Jerusalem as their capital. Since they are chosen of God, there is information regarding them in Ezra that will apply to them once again. We can all learn lessons from this teaching. Ezra began his book with the assumption that everyone knew how important Jerusalem was to God. But we can't assume that to be true in today's world, since most people are so busy with their own plans. In this brief study, we will learn why the book of Ezra is an important link to the state of Israel today. We will see the writings of Ezra in a modern light as we reflect on this little book together. The love of God for the city of Jerusalem will be clearly seen. The new Jerusalem will be considered. Going home is a simple study and design for the curious mind. It is not for the advanced Bible student nor scholar. Rather, it is a quick read and an eye-opener. Most of the quotes are taken directly from the King James Version of the Bible. Originally, the land where Israel now sits was called Cana, and the people who lived there were wicked Canaanites. They were part of the curse Noah put on his grandson Canaan. When Abraham lived in a place called Ur of the Chaldeans, God spoke to him. He told him that he was going to give the land of Cana to his descendants. He told Abraham to go and sojourn in that land. Abraham believed God and did as God said. He claimed the land wherever his foot trod. God then told him that his family would be away from the land for four hundred years. The reason was that God would give the Canaanites a chance to repent for their idolatry and for murdering their own small infants when they offered them to the false gods. At that time, Abraham had no children, but trusted God to give him a promised son so this prophecy would come true. Not being able to get pregnant, Abraham's aged wife, Sarah, gave her maid to Abraham so she could have him a son. The baby was named Ishmael. To Sarah's surprise, at the age of ninety, she had a miracle son, Isaac, who was to be the chosen special son, chosen over Ishmael. Isaac grew up and married. His wife, Rebekah, had twin sons. Of the twins, God chose Jacob over Esau. Jacob was to be the ancestor of the coming Messiah, the Savior of the world. God appeared to Jacob one night and renamed him Israel. Israel had twelve sons by four wives, who became the tribes of Israel. His son Joseph was sold as a slave into Egypt, 
where he was eventually chosen to be second to Pharaoh, because God showed him how to save the land from a coming famine. The entire Middle East was affected by the famine. God led Jacob and his sons to Egypt to protect their lives during the famine. Not realizing it, the small group of seventy Israelis began a nation. God sent Israel to Joseph in Egypt to be protected from the calamity.